This week on The Swear Wolves, we discuss two movies about kids. Kinda. The Baby and Son. Back to the Swear Wolves podcast. I'm Brett. I'm David. Switch it up this time. Oh, look at that. First time in fucking three and a half years this I guy. said something different. Fresh coat of paint. It felt weird. I feel I feel like I'm not fully dressed. Or I like I dirty. left the iron on or I don't have my wallet. I feel like <laughs> something is incomplete. You left the front door unlocked. Yep. Yep. Uh how are you, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Good. We um we actually just got back. Well, listen, most of the people who know this know that. This isn't happening real time. Like, we're not talking to you right now. Yeah, this isn't now. This isn't now. We're talking to you from the past. <laughs> yeah, this is yesteryear. You guys are very mythical to us because you're in the future. And you know a, things that we don't know. You know all the things and we know nothing. So we're just going to tell you that in the future, we're going to be going to CreepyCon. Well, we've already gone to CreepyCon in your timeline, but in our timeline, we still haven't gone. Yeah, it's still a couple weeks away for us. But future brett and david will be on this episode and they will tell you i'm excited to hear they're so awesome (laughs) future brett and david are always the best i'm fanboying over here um and they're gonna tell us about their experiences well past brett and david just sit here like two fucking bumps on a log yeah like a fucking couple of goons oh fucking we're such losers we suck future versions of us are fucking Fucking total badasses yeah but these guys that in this room right now (laughs) fucking lame i don't even know how i live with myself no same but I always know that in the future I'll be better, so I'm cool. <laughs> that's what keeps you going. Yeah, that's what keeps me. That's plugging put, along. Yep, put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> David, I don't know how you come up with your ideas because you know we switch off, we share ideas of what we want for episodes. I don't know how you do it, but I know how I do it sometimes. Mm. And sometimes that's well, I'm just going to look at every single movie that Shutter has on. Oh, see, I don't do that. And scroll through and just go, I haven't seen that. And that title looks like it would match up with that. So, so boom, I don't done. do that, which is often why we have to rent stuff. Because like, I don't check. I'm like, well, you're buying this movie or you're going to have to rent it. So enjoy. Yeah. No. So that's what I did with this one. That makes sense. Because when you said both of these, I was like, the what and the what? <laughs> what are these? I'd never heard of either of them, but I was like. All right, I'm, I'm going to trust in you yeah. that there's some method to your madness. There is always a method. Well, the title's kind of yeah, 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 yeah. That's why yeah. I thought. Actually, I think there would have been a better movie to pair up with Sun mm-hmm. than this one, but that's but for whatever. a different conversation. The movies are The Baby from 1973 and Sun from 2021. The Baby. I, I, did Joe Bob do this? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> but I know people have watched it and I know people 
I had uh, never heard of it. I had never heard of it either. But when I was doing a little bit of research, I think I read something and I was like, oh, okay. People, people have seen it. Like the Shutter fans. The, the people that we kind of talked to on Twitter. Yeah. But this movie I'd never heard of came out in 1973, well before I was born, well before I was a baby. I'm going to tell you this. It's fucking weird. <laughs> yes. It's a weird fucking this movie. This movie's really weird. So the baby and son. That's why I was like, oh, this one's about a, the baby and this one's about a They're son. They're both sons. They're both sons. They're both. Yep. Fits. Yep. Fits. There's a baby and, and in there's, both. There well, is there's a, not bit a baby. There is a that connects these movies, I would say, thematically. Is there? I think so. Well, maybe maybe as I talk about it, I'll, <laughs> I'll figure it out. But regardless... It was released in uh, March of 1973. There was no date. Okay. So, so just pick a day? I picked a day, kind of. Okay. For the song, there was five Fridays in March that Jesus. year. And so I looked at each Friday, and I think four out of the five had the same song as okay. the number one. For the movie, there was, I think, maybe two or three different number one movies. But I picked just middle of the month. There you go. The 16th. Okay. Well, so that, we're makes gonna it, say, that makes it a lot easier. <laughs> we're going to say March 16th, 1973. What was the number one? You're never going to get this. What oh, was the number one movie? Uh, if, well, you said I'm not going to guess this. So I, uh, I went with The Exorcist. I don't know when that came out, but I know it was 73. Yeah, no. Uh, the movie was Tom Sawyer. Oh, some sort of film adaptation. Yeah, I'm assuming. <laughs> of the Rush song? Yeah. Of <laughs> the Rush song, yeah. It's actually a musical. Uh, yeah, I think, I've, I think I've seen it before. It's probably like, I don't know if it's a Is Disney, it a Disney one? one. I don't know. It, I feel like I've probably. seen it too. Yeah. It's not the one with uh, fucking Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> <Jonathan> Thomas. <laughs> fucking Huck Finn and all that shit. Did you, uh, did you have to read Huck Finn or Tom Sawyer? Yeah. Um, I think I had to read Huck Finn in school and I think I read Tom Sawyer on my own. Why? I think it was like around when I was like, I don't know, probably fifth grade and you're like, oh, I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be oh, looking very well smart. read. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had to read. Uh, I like Huck Finn though. I'd read that in junior high, seventh grade maybe. I think I did both in junior high. Yeah. Huck Finn and Tom Sawyer. I just remember Huck Finn being written very like, well, it's written first person, right? It's Huck Finn telling the story. I don't remember. Oh, for fuck's sake. Really? You like <laughs> the book and you don't even remember anything seventh about grade. it? <laughs> <laughs> seventh grade? I just remember. I, really I remember liked, seventh grade. My seventh grade was longer ago than yours was. I just remember liking the Jim character. He was fun. Well, that was the number one movie. The number one song. I'm going with "We're an American Band" by Grand We're Funk Railroad. We're an American band. We're coming, coming to your town. town. We'll help it party it down. We're, We're an American, American band. band. Did I tell you that uh, in the '70s? Yeah, probably around the time this movie came out, my dad was in a band. Uh, uh, no. But he went to a party. I don't know if this is something they did regularly or if it was just one time. But it was a bunch of people that they didn't know. Um, and they lied and said that they were Grand Funk Railroad. <laughs> you did tell me that, actually. That? Yeah. yeah. And, and everybody believed him because this is pre-internet. So it's not like you can take out your phone and Google what does uh, Grand Funk look like. Yeah. Did they? Did, did he have like the long hair? And did he have like, did he look like a musician? Uh, 73. Yeah. My dad had longer hair, I think, back then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's not the number one song. Ah, should have been. This song that's number one was kind of remade. Mm-hmm. Kind of, well, yeah, it was remade um, later on. I think late 90s, maybe early 2000s. I think late 90s by um, 
the Fugees. Oh, Killing Me Softly? Yeah, Killing Me Softly with his song by Roberta Flack. Ah, okay. Strumming my pain with, with his fingers. fingers. One time. <laughs> with his words. Two times. <laughs> uh, yeah, that song. Do you know that song was written about? Roberta Flack didn't write it. She just sang it. Mm-hmm. That song was written about Don McLean. Really? Do you know who Don McLean is? Yeah, American Pie, right? My, my, <laughs> Miss American Pie. Yeah. That song, somebody, whoever wrote that song, saw Don McLean playing a fucking concert. And they were just so moved. And they were like, with his fingers. <laughs> wow. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Driving my Chevy to the levee. <laughs> but, but the, the levee was dry. Bye bye. American Pie. <laughs> I can't fit it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have to think of a different lyrics. Um, he, he had another song called uh, Vincent. Is it called Vincent? Starry Night. It's called Starry mm. Night. Starry, Starry Night. Um, it's a song about Vincent Van Gogh. Oh, okay. That's cool. And about how like people didn't fucking understand Vincent Van Gogh, and he fucking killed himself, and no one understood him. Oh, at shit. his time and how he was this fucking artist. It's a fucking sad song, dude. It doesn't ring a bell. I'm sure I've heard it. My dad had a Don McLean album when I was a kid. My Probably dad around his Grand Funk uh, imposter <laughs> days. <laughs> My dad had a Don McLean tape. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was nice. I used to play it all the time. <laughs> I remember I used to play uh, American Pie because that that song's like 12 minutes it's fucking long. fucking long, yeah. And I would go down to my room and I'd play that and I'd be like, I can have a cigarette in this. It takes me 12 minutes to smoke a cigarette because I <laughs> smoke it while listening to American Pie. <laughs> I would. Would you cry at the end? Yeah. Like, oh. I'd be like, a long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking 14 years old. <laughs> and in the streets, the children screamed. Well, you know, that song, I mean, the inspiration for part of that song was when uh, was the, uh, Big Buddy Bopper Holly and Bud yeah. Holly and Richie Valens. And you know what that fucking movie La Bamba does to me. <laughs> yeah, does the song get you right in the feels fucking too? Fucking A, man. Well, not the song. My wife hates that fucking song. She's like, this is the lamest fucking song ever written in America. <laughs> it's all right. I, I used to like it. I, yeah. It's long, though. Yeah. I mean, it's dated, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, aren't. All Everything song, is. All songs it are just dating. sounds like an old song. Well, like it is. Oh well, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> well, okay. Maybe I'll remake. Maybe the Fugees will remake American Pie. <laughs> there you go. There's your idea. <laughs> Come on, Lauren Hill. Get back yeah, in the band. Let's it. do this. Come on, guys. Wyclef, I know you Michael can remake this. Doing? Come on. <laughs> you and Haiti, what are you doing right now? <laughs> all right. The Baby. Written by Abe Polsky. Directed by Ted Post. Music by Gerald Fried. Gerald Fried. I thought that was a cool name. Fried? Yeah. He's like, hey, man. I'm totally fried. <laughs> We're going to do a good soundtrack to this. Mm-hmm. It's going to take some acid. Okay, here's the cast. There's nobody that anybody who's listening to this knows. <laughs> Anne Jeanette Comer as Anne Gentry. Ruth Roman as Mrs. Wadsworth. Mariana Hill as Jermaine Wadsworth. Suzanne Zenor as Alba Wadsworth. Then I don't even have who played Baby. Uh, David Mooney. All right, David, whoever that is. David Mooney as Baby. He's dead. R.I.P. Baby. Way to bring everybody fucking oh, down. Sorry. Like, the baby's dead. How old is he? Uh, I, I think if I remember correctly, he he died fairly recently. Spoiler alert: 
he's not a baby <laughs> in the movie, all right? He's not like an infant. He's like a 25-year-old guy. Yeah, he's a man. He's a man baby. He's got pubes. He's got a big old duck. He's got a big dick in a bush. <laughs> hair in his butt crack. But he gets people to wipe his ass for him. He loves it. Fucking hey. <laughs> the budget and the box office, minimal. I, was say, I imagine both are very little. Yeah, I don't have anything. All right, so what is this movie about? Well, we already spoiled the fact that it's about a big baby. Yeah, but we find that out right away. We do. And Gentry is this social worker. There was a car accident, and uh, her husband got injured. And she's got uh, a little bit of, I don't know, survivor's guilt or some shit like that. Well, they both survived, but I don't know. She just feels bad about it. Her husband got injured, and she lives this... She lives with her mother-in-law, which that's her mother-in-law and her husband. Yeah, in this big ass fucking house. Yeah, and I will say something that will come into play later on. They're building a pool in the backyard. Just I'm gonna throw that out there. <laughs> okay, so she is this social worker, and she's kind of looking at this case of this Wadsworth family and baby. Yeah, and the last social worker went missing. Right. Didn't oh, I, they didn't, say I, that? Didn't, I didn't catch that. Did they say the last social worker went missing? My notes on this are pretty minimal. I, thought, <laughs> I don't know. I thought they said they went missing. Or got fired. Or got, something happened. Yeah, you're right. And she's something like, like that. she volunteered to take on this she's case. She's like, this is a really interesting case. I want to take this on. And so she goes over to the Wadsworth. And Mom Wadsworth, um, just Mrs. Wadsworth, she talks like this. She's been smoking to American I've been smoking pie. two packs. <laughs> <laughs> I can smoke two packs of cigarettes. Well, oh, well, I forgot to mention this. Speaking of smoking, rewind to yeah. last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Betty Davis. Here's a little fun fact about old Betty Davis. Oh, she smoked a lot up until the day she fucking died. Pretty much, she smoked a hundred cigarettes a day. That's insane. A hundred cigarettes a day at my most. That's like nonstop. At my most, I think I smoked two packs in one day. That's a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Her hands must have been yellow. Fucking bright yellow. <laughs> like yeah, her fucking eyeliner was just like one. Her hands were two distinct colors. <laughs> oh, God. But you're right. She talks like this. Hey, yeah, sugar. Hey, my name is Mrs. Wadsworth. Mrs. Wadsworth. She talks like Harvey Firestein. <laughs> yes. You want to come over? <laughs> I'll make you a woman. <laughs> I'll make a woman out of you. Uh, I'll make you a big baby. <laughs> you got pubes. That's okay. She's got two daughters, Jermaine and Alba. And uh, they're all they're all kind they're of all fucking weird, and they they got different they all got different dads. Yeah, well, and then she's got a son, and that's baby. And the case is this adult man who's like I said in his twenties, and his sisters are just a little bit older than him, so they're all in their twenties, and um, he's in a crib. Yep, and he makes goo goo gaga noises. Do you remember the nineties? Yeah, I was there. Okay, did you ever watch Jerry Springer? Yeah. They had fucking episodes like this. Oh, yeah. You, I forgot about do you that. you remember how big Jerry Springer was? Oh. Jerry Springer was so fucking big that he was in a fucking movie called The Ringmaster. The Ringmaster. I never saw which it. Which I never saw either. Never, <laughs> but you're right. Yeah, Jerry Springer was huge. And they would have these motherfuckers that were like, I like getting in diapers and pooping and peeing. And people wiping my and butt. And people wiping my butt. And then their wife would come out and be like, I'm not going to wipe his butt. And then all of a sudden their lover comes out. 
And he's like, I'll wipe his butt. I wipe his butt. I wipe his butt good. And then they would fight, and <laughs> someone would get their, <laughs> their wig ripped off. Their wig ripped off, and someone's shirt would get torn, like right here, and it would stretch the neck out of the shirt. So when they'd come back from commercial, like half their tit would be hanging out. And then he's just sitting in the middle, like, I don't know what going on. Jerry, you seeing this? I mean, goo goo gaga. <laughs> this is what I got to deal with. And now this I is just, why I shit myself. <laughs> now I just pooped. All right, who's who's cleaning this up? And this is a big old log, and it's all squishy. And then you got fucking Steve, the goddamn uh, security, oh, the security guard, <laughs> coming out. Come up and ah, separate everybody. Didn't he get his own show for a while? Yes. <laughs> everybody. And then Jerry, Sp- people, yeah, all got paid. Yeah, Jer- fucking Jerry Springer. That show was fucking bonkers. Be good to each other and, and each yourself. Other. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. be, be kind to each other. Or be kind to yourself and each other. Something like Something that. Like Whatever. That. Fucking Jerry Springer. <laughs> Whatever happened to that guy? 90s ended. <laughs> People were like, and we're done. Yeah. All right. We watch competition shows now, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. We watch Survivor. We yeah. watch reality TV. Yeah. We don't watch fucking Jerry Springer talk shows anymore. We're stuck in the past. And what was it about Springer? Like, everybody watched Jerry Springer, but not everybody watched Jenny Jones. Not everybody watched Ricky Lake. I think it was just because Jerry was by far the most outrageous. Outrageous. And because the odds of you seeing a boob <laughs> greatly increased by watching Jerry Springer. Yeah. And, and then they would have the too hot for TV tapes <laughs> that you could right. rent. I just remember getting annoyed sometimes, like even as a teenager, like everything was bleeped. Like there were some episodes where like you couldn't even understand anything anybody was saying. Cause it was just nonstop. Bleeping. And I remember getting, was like, you don't know me. You don't know me. Whatever. You don't know me. You don't know me. <laughs> like, all right, all right. Calm down. All right. Like, who, who knows each other here? Um, <laughs> we're all strangers here. <laughs> I remember getting super annoyed because I was like, especially like when it became successful, it's super fabricated. Oh, totally fake. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Super fabricated. So like, staged. Like, I would assume that the early ones were more, like, quote unquote, real. Yeah, eventually it's like, hey, yeah, you're going to play the part of jilted lover. And you're when you go out, you're going to immediately go over and start pushing her. Yeah. We'll you, separate you. Yeah, you guys are going to fight. You might get roughed up a little <laughs> bit, but it's all right. You're on TV. You want to be on TV or you not? You want to be on TV? You want to earn this $500? I got this fucking guy over here is going to be on TV if you're not. You're going to take this punch like a champ or what? You want that sandwich from Crest Services? <laughs> Well, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> uh, all right. So these fucking man, ba- baby, man, baby. <laughs> so Anne goes up and she, she checks him out and uh, he is like fucking man, baby. He's like, he can't fucking talk. He can't fucking walk. Like Adam Sandler. I'm shampoo. I'm better. I'm conditioner. I'm better. Oh, really, fool? <laughs> uh, fucking Billy Madison was on the other day, and I started watching it, and I was like, God damn, this movie is fucking funny. It's, it is. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's dumb, but it's it's a hoot. Uh, but Anne keeps going back. She's fascinated. She goes back all the time. She like, likes this baby. Mrs. Wadsworth. I'm, I don't know if I like this, Anne. Yeah, she's always coming around. Why are you always she's sticking here? a nose where it doesn't don't belong? <laughs> sticking a nose in the baby's ass. Why is your nose always up in my baby's diaper? And then she's like, well, what's the baby's name? He don't have a name. Yeah. His name's Baby. We're very lazy. <laughs> Listen, I named one of them Jermaine, one of them Alba, and then I was like, I'm out of names. Yeah, baby. Fucking <laughs> Jermaine and Alba. <laughs> Mrs. Wadsworth is very overprotective of him. And ever since his father left, which was shortly after he was born, and she doesn't want anybody else interfering with his, with his upbringing. Care yeah. Or whatever. 
And the whole family's life revolves around baby because they get paid because he gets a disability payment. Yeah, and that's how they live is off this disability. That's, disability is a, not a lot of money. And for a baby? And for that house? Mathematically, it doesn't really add up, but... <sighs> Times were different, maybe. No, I don't. Think, I think times are pretty much the same. I don't think, yeah, a family of three could live off of a disability check. Family but. of four. Oh yeah, four. the baby, baby. The baby has to fucking eat. <laughs> yeah, it probably eats man-sized portions. No, they feed him like um, a bottle. They're well, giving baby food at one point too. That was gross, dude. You would think that he would have, first of all, no muscles because he's not walking. Yeah, all the atrophy. And that's what she does rub cream on him. She's yeah, like otherwise keeps... his muscles hurt or whatever. But also like probably no teeth cuz his teeth will have rotted out. If you're eating nothing but baby food and drinking milk, your teeth are going to rot out of your yeah. head. Well, I know that. Yeah, I'm a baby, fucking doctor. And the baby David. can't walk or talk. He just makes goo goo gaga noises and scoots about. And he's got the brain of a fucking infant. Yeah. All right. So Anne wants to work with this and she's she thinks that hey man, we can if we get him treated right, he could become a contributing <laughs> member of society. Yeah, I think we can like teach him to walk and talk and all that stuff. And the mom's like, I don't know. I don't know about that all. Well, she doesn't want to lo- lose her cash cow. <laughs> yeah. Baby isn't physically handicapped and he's not even really mentally handicapped. He is this way because he's getting abused. And we see at some point, I think they it's basically uh, make him this way. I think it's Jermaine. It might be on Alba. One of them has a fucking cattle prod. Yeah, and is like tasing him. And saying shit over and over again, like, baby won't walk, baby won't talk. Baby won't walk, baby won't talk. And it's like, fuck. That's how they're getting him to be like this. Yeah, because right before that, um, Anne shows that she can get the get him to stand, yeah. kind of. And his legs are all wobbly, but he does yeah. stand up it's at like one point. Bambi. Dude, something else to touch on real quick is, do you remember the scene, they, there's a babysitter that's watching him? I'm going to talk about that in a second. Okay. I'm going to talk about that in a second. <laughs> Well, fuck it. Let's talk about it now. All right. So they hire this babysitter. All right. So the mom and the sisters go out to get Chinese food. And I know it's Chinese food because when they come home, the sister says she ate too many egg rolls. So either it's Chinese food or an all-you-can-eat buffet. I don't know. But they hire this fucking babysitter. And the babysitter's on the phone to her boyfriend. And her boyfriend wants to fuck. Her boyfriend is DT. He's horny. And he's like, when you get done babysitting this fucking old man... You come over here. You're going to visit this old man. <laughs> yeah. You're going to take care of this baby right here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, well, well, okay. I'll call you later. And then the baby starts crying. She's like, I got to go check on him. And changes fucking shit diaper. Fucking gross. So gross. So she goes upstairs and she changes his shit diaper. <laughs> and then baby wants out of his fucking. Out of uh, his crib. Cage. <laughs> yeah. His crib. And so she's like, all right, just for a little while. And so he gets out. And he starts uh, crawling all over the place. And then he wants a bottle. He's like, uh, not saying anything. And she's like, all right, I'll get you a bottle. And she's like, kind of nurturing him. But he starts fucking sucking on her tit. <laughs> yeah, he's like pawing at her boobs. And at first she's like, no, baby, no. And then she's like, well, yeah, why not? And yeah, she pops her booby out. And then she's like fucking sexually like aroused by yeah, it. Yeah, she's and she's it. like, Man, baby. Well fucking mom mom comes home let's go check on the baby <laughs> and she goes what the hell <laughs> you got your tit in his mouth <laughs> yeah she beats the shit beats out of the shit out of this kid <laughs> she grabs a whip and she just starts whooping this b- yeah. babysitter the babysitter wasn't like a teenager the babysitter was like in her 20s too yeah, i it was think still pretty gross oh it was it was disgusting yeah i was grossed out well that 
wasn't nearly as gross as the one of the next scenes that happens. Oh God, yeah, baby's with, with laying, Alba, baby's laying in his crib, and all of a sudden, Alba, oh, no, it's Jermaine. Jermaine comes in, and then she's like looking at him, and she gets fucking naked and climbs into bed with him, and you know they fucked. Yeah. Oh, so gross. So they're using him for sex, also. I guess that's so sick. What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, at this point in the movie, I was like, what on earth am I watching? Yeah, I know. I said the same thing, I think, out loud. Um, I go, oh, that's why Brett picked this movie. It's one of my faves. <laughs> I was watching Field Bang Man Babies. <laughs> Six and a half heads. Um, the Wadsworths get pissed off at Anne because she's constantly coming over. And Anne's got a pretty good idea of what's going on here. Yep. Like she suspects that there's abuse and that this man could probably be a, be a normal person. Yeah. So she goes, hey, let's take him to this hospital. And Mrs. Wadsworth. Well, she calls kinda, it a clinic for the retarded, which I thought was weird. I was like, listen, 1973, yeah, yeah, you could still true. say that word. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Mrs. Wadsworth just kind of placates and is like, yeah, I'll take him to the hospital. I'll, yeah, meet, I'll meet you there. there. Well, she doesn't show up. So she calls the house and calls the house and says, Hey, weren't you guys supposed to meet me here? No, nah, we're not going. And as a matter of fact, you're fired. Yeah. You should probably call your boss. So she calls her boss and her boss is like, yeah, don't go over there. You're off again. the case. You're off the case. Cause you're annoying them too much, which I don't know. Can, can can you fire a caseworker? Like, yeah. do you have that control? I, I thought that was weird too. Like, I thought maybe they accused her of doing something that she didn't do. Oh, that might have been. That's it what too. I'm thinking, but yeah. they didn't really say it. But she vows to fight it, and she's like, "I'm going to see you guys in court." Well, she goes back over to the house, and she's like, "Listen, motherfuckers." She doesn't say that, but she's. <laughs> I'm going to speak Brett language, okay? Like, if I wrote the script, yeah. she goes, "Listen, motherfuckers, you either take them to the fucking hospital." Or I'm going to go to court and I'm going to get custody of them and I'm going to take them to the hospital and there's not a goddamn thing you can fucking do about it. And they're all, <gasps> oh shit. Oh my God. <laughs> you hearing this? Did you hear that, Alba? She wants to take away your brother. <laughs> well, one of the sisters at one point is like, well, kind of is like, well, is that a bad thing? Like fucking get rid of him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's annoying. How dare you speak that way about your brother? Yeah. But anyway, um, so she goes back home. By the time she gets home, she her mother-in-law tells her that she missed a phone call from Mrs. Wadsworth. So she calls her back. And the mother-in-law's like, I'll get on the other line so I can listen. <laughs> so you don't have to really tell me the story again. <laughs> yeah, I don't really don't want to hear it. <laughs> You'll just yammer on and on and on. You might miss some details like you always do. Yeah, and I want to get all twat. the details. Yep. Anyway, so she um, calls back. And Mrs. Wadsworth says, look. Maybe oh, I'm sorry about earlier. I don't want you to call the cops. So let's put, let's put a pin in that, <laughs> but I want you to see how baby interacts with his family at like a social gathering. Yeah, it might change your mind. We're having a birthday party for baby and I would love it if you would come and, Anne goes, sure, I'll be there. What a dumb fuck. Yeah. She's kind of skeptical at first, but I was like, come on now. Yeah. You know, some shit's going to go down. Yeah. But she goes. And this party is happening. A lot of people. A lot of- Everybody wants to celebrate baby's birthday. <laughs> it's a big old bash. Listen, when you get disability checks once a month, you got enough <laughs> you throw, money to throw, you back. throw that shit around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, there's some creepy people at this party. God, there's that guy. The, oh, that dude was creepy. <laughs> he's like hitting on all the young people and he hits on Anne yep. and he's trying to get in Alba's pants. Yep. 
He's just creepy. He doesn't succeed no. at all. No, and Anne's got a, a hankering to play some darts. <laughs> She's like really into it. Yeah. Um, He's like, I don't lose. I never lose. Like, all right, lady. Only losers lose. Yeah. Like, I'm not a loser. <laughs> Relax. This is my first time playing darts. And <laughs> well, I got a triple 20. You Fuck play, you. You want to play for money? <laughs> no. <laughs> Relax. I used to live in London. <laughs> what does that have to do with right. anything? They play lots of darts good, at good pubs. Good for you. All right. You want a pint? No, I'm not drinking tonight, she says. Yeah. I yeah. might have lived in London and drank pints back then, but I don't, I'm not drinking tonight. I need to stay sober so I can talk about this baby situation. Like, but a warm Guinness does sound nice. Cause that's how they, have you ever been uh, to Europe? And they're like, please <laughs> stop. We get a disability check. We can't afford to go to fucking Europe. We're not jet sitting here. <laughs> so, um, but she does decide to drink some punch. Well, they replace her punch with something that's a little bit stronger. Oh, a little switcheroo. The old, the old switcheroo. The oldest fucking trick in the book. <laughs> fucking fell for it. Hook, she, line, and sinker. Yep. She passes out. And yeah. they're like, well, she just needs to slip it off. Slip it off. She just needs to slip it off. Just get naked. <laughs> get, take off your clothes. She just needs to sleep it off. So they drag her upstairs, but they double back. They do. They Tricky. double back, David. It's Trixie Hobbitses. And they go down to the basement. And all the Wadsworth women are down there, and they and the tie creepy up. dude sees it. He's like, oh, "That's fucking weird." So does baby. Yeah. So both, and they beat the both shit out of her. Both creepy dudes yeah. see it. <laughs> but yes, they beat the shit out of her, and then they tie her up, and yep. they gag her, and they say, "We'll take care of you after the we'll party." We'll deal with you later. We we still got a party to go to. Listen, the the DJ is not gonna stop playing music Mm-mm. until the sun comes up. Yep, and we he charges by the hour. <laughs> And we only have thirty dollars <laughs> left for the rest of the month, and it's already the first. It's only the first. We need to pass legislation <laughs> to make these disability checks. You know what I mean? Stretch further. Listen, I'm, I could go on and on, but I got to go back to a. Party. I don't want to get into politics or anything. <laughs> like, okay, <laughs> listen. I know you agree with me. You gagged me. You're a caseworker. I can see we're simpatico on this one. <laughs> I'll be back to kill you later. <laughs> we'll talk more uh, before more politics and then I'll kill you. So they go back upstairs and they go fucking party. This is when creepy dude's like, well, hey, what do you got down in the basement there? And uh, is it Alba? Is yeah. that the Is that the one with the short skirt? Yeah. The really yeah, yeah. short skirt. Really short skirt. She, uh, she's like, well, nothing. She's like, hey, let's go fucking. Hey, you want to feel me up? <laughs> on the stairs. And then, and then he wants and to he goes, fuck her. Yep. <laughs> He's like, I had no basement. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, she, uh, he wants to fuck her. And she's like, yeah, you can fuck me. You gotta do something for me first. Yeah. You gotta put your hand in this flame for a minute. A minute. Yeah. And she lights a lighter a minute over this flame. He does it for like one second. Not even one second. That's about right. And, and she goes, mm, not long enough. Yeah. Sorry. No sex for you. Yep. Kicks him out. Baby in the meantime goes down, sneaks downstairs. This fucker. <laughs> this little fucker this little fucker this big little fucker this is a very long scene oh my god dude. <laughs> well first of all they have uh jarred fruits and vegetables like downstairs in the basement like like people do i guess yeah maybe they're gonna do some pickling yeah and um you know they they're saving it the, they got to save money yeah somehow so they pickle their and, and jar their own fruits. Well, he smashes a bottle of that accidentally or jar that. And then he starts eating like this fucking plums. He's jarred <laughs> Gotta stay regular. fucking plums. <laughs> and um, he's of no help to help untie this fucking Anne. But Anne, she's, she's like fucking Harry Houdini. 
she gets out. It takes a long ass time though. I was it like, does. do we really need to see the entire process of her escaping? Yeah. But she gets but out she and then she's like, come on, baby. I'm taking enough. you with me. And she she leads him around like a fucking dog. <laughs> I'm taking you with house. fucking Mac. She's like leading him <laughs> yeah. around. You're too fucking heavy for me to carry. <laughs> yep. And uh, it's kind of a tense moment, I guess, where like he needs his teddy bear and well, he doesn't have his teddy bear. She grabs a knife just in case. And then the sisters and the mom see that she's not in the basement. Like, oh, fuck. Where's your brother? Oh, yep. he's gone too. Yep. She so, took him. And they see that she's driving off with him. So they get in their car and they're like, follow that car. <laughs> they start following it. Uh-oh. <laughs> she slashed your tires. Yep. The old slasher room. Oldest trick in the book. <laughs> second only to the switcheroo of the drinks. That's the <laughs> yep, oldest second, trick in the book. <laughs> second oldest trick in the book. <laughs> And then the mom says, she always thinks of everything. <laughs> She's always one step ahead. That's what she says. She thinks of everything. She does say that. <laughs> so the mom and the sisters are now worried that the cops are going to get called. So they're all freaking out at home because they don't want, but no cops get called. Yeah. Nothing happens. And like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. So Anne is now at home and she's like treating baby like it's her baby. Yeah. And she gives him a bath. Yeah. She dresses him up in a suit, has yep. him pose for a photo. It's like standing okay. up and he's all Aww. Did you notice in that scene where he was posing for the photo that there's a mirror that was like right next to him and the boom operator and the cameraman <laughs> no, are didn't. just plain as day, just standing right there. I was like, Oh god. And not uh, not for like two seconds, for probably ten seconds of just see it. boom operator guy. That's awesome. And they looked very 70s. It was That's all, awesome. It was awesome. No, I was looking at him trying to stand up, and it reminded me of uh, There's Something About Mary. <laughs> the guy with the, crutches. with the crutches. And he's like, oh. <laughs> but he's just a pizza delivery guy. Name's Norm. <laughs> I love Mary, man. <laughs> oh, that fucking movie. Oh, good query, Mary. <laughs> well done. <laughs> So they decide they're going to break into the house. She like, she sends them a picture yeah. of, of him dressed in a suit. And she's like, look, motherfuckers, you're not getting him back. And even if you do get him back, I'm going to have him as he's a gonna, He's, he's going to be, be a man. A, he's going to be a man. He'll be of no use to you. Yep. <laughs> and you won't be able to regress him back. Yeah. So fuck off. See ya. Peace. Deuces, bitches. <laughs> Sign, sign sincerely and sincerely yours and also um i understand you have a birthday coming up happy birthday she's like ah she thinks of everything so thoughtful pss i do agree with you about disability checks i think they do need to be greater than what they are yeah and if there's a proposition on the ballot i assure you i will vote for it i will vote for it ss love always but not really fuck off and <laughs> Best. <laughs> yeah, not even best wish, just best. Best. And. and she gets a little lipstick and she kisses the kisses the, the card. She's sending a letter to daddy. Yep. She just <laughs> sends it to heaven. Yep. That'll work. Uh, then she then she makes uh, baby dip his balls in it. <laughs> yep, for good measure. His hairy ass balls. His fucking hairy man balls. Um, they decide they're going to kidnap him back. Yep. They're like, fuck this. Fuck this am bitch. We're going to go get him before she can take our cash money away from us. So they go there. Well, mama Wadsworth is outside just smoking. You girls go in, you take care of it. All right. 
And she I gotta smoked, finish my cigarette. She's got an ash about an inch and a half long on that cigarette. She's all, where are those fucking girls? Bye, bye. <laughs> she's looking in her head. They should have been back by now. I'm on the, <laughs> I'm on the well, third the- chorus. <laughs> It's like a Hudson Hawk. <laughs> We're at did the poet's see, dream line. <laughs> did you ever see? Did you ever see the movie Hudson Hawk with, with uh, Bruce Willis, uh, Bruce Willis? And Danny Is that the one where he's like an art thief? Yeah, maybe once. I remember that having the Nintendo game and it sucked. Yeah, it did. <laughs> but he, when he goes to rob a place, he. Um, and Danny Aiello to time out their thing. They go, "How much time do we have?" And there's like three minutes and thirteen seconds. And he's like, "Oh, that's this song is this length." Oh, that's cool. And so they sing the song. So they're each in separate parts, but they sing oh, the song. Cool. So well, it times it. up. Oh, that's awesome. It is kind of a cool scene. <laughs> it's like the coolest scene in the movie, and it's like the first scene in the movie. I don't think I ever saw the movie. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I heard bad things. That first, that first scene is cool. I think they do another one later on too, but the first one is the best. I don't. I think what song is it? Oh, would you like to swing on a star? <laughs> really? That's Carry moonbeams moon home in a jar. And be better off than, than you are. are. You or would be. you rather be a pig? <laughs> Anyways, but that's what she's doing. She's like, all right, you guys got 12 minutes. That's enough time for me to smoke this cigarette. And sing my favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. She pulls out an extra long cigarette. She's like, this one's for Inagata DeVita. <laughs> um well the girls this this is a fucking long scene yeah it is but the girls don't come out so mom goes goes in looking for them and she finds them well she finds what's left of them they're both dead yeah jermaine's got her throat slashed um and alba has a knife in her she kind of staggers out yeah she was stabbed in the back we don't see any of that no that's kind of disappointing it is it's a bummer but we get Anne coming out of nowhere with a fucking hatchet and she's attacking mrs wadsworth who puts up a fight grabs the hatchet from ann and chases ann downstairs and then back upstairs and then all of a sudden the mother-in-law comes out with a fucking cleaver and mrs wadsworth's like well fuck it she jumps off the belt off the like second story balcony (laughs) to the floor below and breaks both of her legs. Yeah. That's going to be hard to run away now. <laughs> and so the mother-in-law is about ready to kill Mrs. Wadsworth. And Anne says, no, don't kill her. This will be better. This is fucked up. Cut to out at the pool. They got all this dirt, big old hole. And they put the bodies of the sisters, or the daughters. The daughters. In, and then they put Mrs. Wadsworth, who's still alive, and they bury her alive. Yeah. She's and laying next to her dead kids. And then the next day, they even brought this up earlier in the movie. The next day, the pool people are going to come out and throw the shot creek in. Yep. Shot creek in. <laughs> the cement. Yep. Buried alive. Fuck that shit. All right. So now... Anne goes, fucking baby's crying. Anne goes up to the, a fucking closet where she has baby. And she's like, are you going to be a good boy now? And he's like, oh, I'm a good baby. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he goes, yeah, yeah, I'll be a good baby. He's like, no, no, hold on. I'm Dial perfect, back. I'm perfectly all right. Um, anyway, so she, he's still baby. She's like, come with me, baby. And she takes him to a nursery. Well, in the nursery, there's another fucking adult man baby. Yep. It's her husband. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. he's got a fucking helmet on <laughs> yep she got a little companion for him yep that's she this was all the fucking long con dude yep because her husband had the accident and that was the injury he sustained is that he is a man baby yep and so now she has two man babies and then it shows them the pool's done the mother-in-law's just sitting 
yeah, watching pool party. them and they're playing in the pool. And then like, she's like, oh, my two men, my two babies or whatever. And she like kisses them both on the lips. It was gross. Is there like some fucking sex shit going on too? I don't know. It was fucking gross. Yeah. The end. Yeah. This movie was fucking weird. I think I said it at the beginning. I really told, weird. I told you that it made me want to take a shower. <laughs> felt very dirty afterwards. I felt very dirty. I felt violated, David. <laughs> I really didn't like the movie. I watched it. I watch a lot of movies I don't like. <laughs> I'm not going to give it a zero. I'm going to give it half a head. This movie fucking sucked, but not as much as other sucky movies. I would agree. Here's the thing. There's a lot of I stuff. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I actually didn't hate it, but um, there's a lot of things that don't make sense. Yeah. Like, um, what was the whole point of Anne working with her social workers and telling people like to the hospital th- and telling this guy, like this kid can walk and we can teach him to talk and all this stuff. Why would you even do that? If you were secretly trying to like, you wouldn't tell anybody anything. You would keep this super hush, 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 hush. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but none of that happened. So, no. and, and here's the thing too. I saw that twist coming a mile away because they never showed the husband. Yeah, I thought and the they, husband was dead. Yeah, but they would then they would talk about him, and then she even said at one point he's not dead. Yeah. So I was like, the husband's gonna come back, and she's gonna she's gonna take this baby, so he has like a little brother. Like, I saw that coming. Um, Look but, at you, fucking big brain, <laughs> big brain boy. Oh yeah, <laughs> to go with my big dog. <laughs> um, but I actually enjoyed the final act. Like it went a little long, oh. but like the sneaking around the house and like burying the mom alive, like that it was, was fucked up. Yeah, that's so, what I give it half. So I mean, I would recommend the movie for like a curiosity factor if you wanted to see a movie that's fucking out there. Yeah, um, but uh, not because it's good. No, so I give it a one and a half actually. All right, so it averages a one. Yeah, that's probably okay. I'm okay with a one. <laughs> if you were gonna say something like. A three? No, no, I was no, gonna no, fucking no, no. leave. No, <laughs> you wouldn't even say anything. You just get up and, yep. and go. Like, right? And then I'd come back because I was like, I forgot some stuff. <laughs> I forgot. Yeah, I got my sunglasses. I need my keys actually. <laughs> my keys. My I'm phone. Not get I can't. I certainly can't walk. Also, have to go to the bathroom. Long. Yeah, and it's a number two. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So that's the baby. You couldn't see that on Shutter, David. Brett, I mentioned this at the beginning. We're, oh, to, we're, yes. we're past versions of ourselves. Yeah, we're the shit versions. Do a little time travel. We're going to do a little time travel now. So I want future David. And this is going to be from a car. I'm most likely, most yeah. likely predicting that this is going to be from a car. Cause we're going to drive out to creepy con. We're going to do our thing. We're going to come back. We're going to have some time in between Ontario, California and Phoenix, Arizona. Yeah. So you're going to listen to us talking now for the next five hours. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so we're going to do a little recap of what happened at CreepyCon, and uh, I'm curious as to yeah. Hear so if the audio sounds a little weird, it's because we're in a car and we're probably just using one microphone. Yep. <laughs> it's probably our built-in <laughs> recorder mic. Yep. So take it away, future versions, awesome future versions of ourselves. You handsome bastards. Thank you, past Brett and David, you stupid, ugly, dumb Assholes. motherfuckers. God. I was so ugly. So fucking ugly. I'm glad I'm handsome now. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're in the future now where we're much better much, looking. Much smarter. Yep. Much better looking. More humble. Yeah. Yeah. That's and us. more popular with everybody. With everyone. Everybody loves us. Who doesn't <laughs> love a swearwolf? If there is somebody, I don't want to know that person. No. Because they're fucking dumb. 
<laughs> uh, we are coming to you from Brett's car. We are driving back yeah. from CreepyCon. A little later than uh, we had Christ. anticipated. David, <laughs> this day has been a day. It's been a long day. It's been one for the books. We are at, oh, if you want to know, like, have you ever seen the movie The Wizard? Yeah. Where uh, little Lucas Haas wants to go to where the fucking dinosaurs are? California. Uh, Cabazon. That's where we are right now. We're passing the dinosaurs. By the way, worst Burger King in history. Fuck that Burger King. Right next to the T-Rex. That Burger King's a piece of shit. It's the worst. It's terrible. Yep. Zero out of ten would not recommend. Yep. But, uh... The reason why we're a little late coming oh, home... Oh, I'll tell them what time. It's 7... Well, it's, it's Arizona time. It's 7.30 at night. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a late night when we get back home. But uh, Brett got to my house bright and early, and we uh, hit some traffic in, as we entered kind of the uh, Ontario, California area. So that delayed us a little bit. But what really delayed us is once we got there, the line... Just to get in, and we already had, like, we had pre-purchased our tickets, but the line just to get in the building was wrapped, like, all the way around the building. It took us, what, an hour? It took us a good hour. Just to get inside. From the parking lot inside the venue. Yeah, and there was a shit ton of people. A fuck ton of people. So. And they were checking, well, what was taking so long is, and I respect this, they were checking... Checking vaccination cards. Yeah. Yep. And then if you didn't have a vaccination card, you, they had a rapid test like on site. So then they had some people getting tested. They were checking IDs to make sure your ID matches your vax card. Yeah. So it was good. So in that sense, I felt very safe, which was nice. And yeah. then, uh, you know, pretty strict mask rules, which I thought everyone did a pretty good job of following. Yeah. So yeah. Once we got inside, very well organized show. But yeah, a little bit of a shit show getting in. But that's just the nature of the beast, I think. It's California, man. Yeah, a lot of people. So we got in. Um, and then we kind of had a priority list of like who you know do we want to get and uh, first person fortunately that we saw as soon as we walked in was Nick Castle and we knew we were like he's going to have the longest line all day and he did did. so let's get him right off the bat and his line was pretty long moved along at a comfortable clip though it was pretty quick what did you get you got your um... I got a uh, Trick or Treat Studios Michael Myers uh, Boogeyman mask so I got him to sign the uh, right on the forehead, Prime Real Estate. Yep. Sign my mask, and then you had a uh, Starfighter. Last Starfighter. Last, last Starfighter one sheet, which uh, he directed. Yeah, and he. Uh, we, I, I was like, I was thinking I was gonna be all wise ass, and I was like, yeah, probably get a lot of Michael Myers stuff. I figure you don't get this that often. He goes, no, I get it. I get a lot. And of I was them. like, oh, well, well, shit. All right, see you later. <laughs> But he but, was nice, uh, yeah. and he had mentioned that there were talks of, you know, potentially doing a sequel. Yeah, he's always talking and to the writer. Yeah, and apparently that's still something that's in conversation, so that's yeah, interesting. The, uh, what happened was the writer of The Last Starfighter, if you haven't seen The Last Starfighter, it's a great 80s flick. It's a family film. Uh, if you're really into video games, it was one of those things, like, when I was a kid, like, I watched and I was like, this is this, fucking awesome. This could be me. And you know Atari was supposed to make that yeah, video Starfighter game? game, right? But Last Starfighter? Uh, they didn't because the movie bombed. <laughs> they saw the movie and they're like, this isn't going to do We're going to put all of our money into the E.T. game. Yeah. Well, they were supposed to make even a stand-up cabinet. Oh, okay. That and it was going to cool. be like in the uh, Star Wars cabinet. Oh, like, cool. Yeah, yeah, like the, arc, yolk, the flight yolk. Yep, yep. Yeah. That's neat. Anyhow, uh, but the writer of The Last Starfighter owns the rights 
He got the rights to yeah, that's right. he got them back. back to him. Yeah, so they're now they're talking about potentially doing another one. Yeah. That would be really cool. Yeah. But uh, Nick Castle, he was really nice. Yeah. yeah Didn't we, spend a lot of time talking to him, but he was cool. Yeah, and that's the thing, too. Especially these shows where the crowds are bigger. Like, you got to kind of move along because you want to be respectful and if, of everybody's time. And if it's someone that a lot of people want to see, it's like, all right, we're going to go there, say hi, give our pleasantries, and get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah, let the next person have their shot. Yep. So then after Nick Castle, uh, we went over to Tom Morga, who we'd met before. Um, I had him sign my uh, my Michael Myers mask as well. Yeah, he signed that on the cheek. Tom Morga was Michael Myers for a few scenes in, in part four. Part four. The yeah. bandaged yeah, Michael yeah. Myers. He never wore. I don't think he wore the mask. I don't know. But whatever, yeah, he played Michael. Yeah, he counts. So we got him, uh, he signed that for me, and then both of us brought our Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 2 one-sheets uh, to get him to sign, because he's briefly uh, Leatherface uh, in Texas Chainsaw 2. And this was kind of interesting. He was like, hey, where do you want me to sign? Uh, and we were also there to get uh, Bob Elmore, uh, who was primarily Leatherface in the movie. Yes. And Tom was like, you know, you should really have Bob sign it first, since he's the main Leatherface, and then I'll sign underneath his signature, which I thought was a very classy Definitely. thing to say. And so that's what we did. So we were like, yes, yes, Mr. Morgo. Yes. <laughs> we'll go do that. And we had met him before, because we got our Friday the 13th Part 5 one sheets at Mad Monster yeah. last year signed by him. And, and he, he signed, nice a couple, and he signed a couple uh, hockey uh, masks for me. So that was cool. So then we went over and talked to Bob Elmore. He was also very friendly. That's so one nice. Thing, like, not to spoil anything, of all the shows we've been to, this might be the one where the, the people were the nicest, maybe? I mean, they're always nice. They were it, definitely way more talkative. Yeah, like, almost everybody we talked to was pretty chatty, which, like, in a good way. I think it was me. It was us. Yeah, it was us, together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Bob Elmore, yeah, he was really cool. His wife and him were there and uh, there was a couple of uh, flippers or resellers oh yeah and they yeah, were taking pictures of, uh, of him signing, signing autographs stuff. and yeah, it's kind of bullshit yeah it's dumb it's like come on man but anyway so she made a comment about that to us and we were like yeah don't that's not gonna happen like, <laughs> we're not taking photos of him signing it but uh, he uh, he signed and he told us I asked him I said listen Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, one of my top favorite horror movies. Like, I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It's, yeah, it's a blast. Awesome. And um, I said, how much of that leather face is you in the movie? And he says, 98%. Yeah. He goes, Tom Morga had to step in for me on the bridge scene at the beginning. Because he broke his wrist. That was the last day of shooting. And he broke his wrist on the last scene. And so Morga just put the outfit on and did it. Yeah. And then... And then Bill Johnson... Uh, was credited yeah, as Leatherface. Just a few scenes. A few close-ups. A few close-up shots, yeah. But the rest of it is Bob Elmore. But he was really nice, and so was his wife. She, yep. was, she was a sweetheart. Um, then we went back to Tom Morga, got him to sign uh, our I was like, we're sheets. back. Yeah. Remember us? <laughs> uh, he was really nice. Oh, I also got um, Brad Laurie, who was... Uh, Michael and... Michael what? Myers... In Halloween, Halloween Resurrection, Resurrection. Yep. he signed my mask too. I like that he signed it on the neck. Of it looked good. Cause it did look good. And Resurrection, to be fair, is kind of the neck tattoo of the <laughs> Halloween series. So hey, you know what? If you ever meet Busta Rhymes, get him. <laughs> Cause he wore the mask. That's right. Yeah, get him on there. <laughs> He's Michael <Mark> Miles. <laughs> Fucking Busta Rhymes. <laughs> 
Oh, oh. So then after him, or after that, we uh, around we the time we got, what, Peter Cowper around that time? Oh, yeah. From Peter, My Bloody Valentine. Peter Cowper. He was really cool, too. Like, at first, they didn't really... Oh, so uh, the person right before us had a My Bloody Valentine one sheet. Yep. And then we both did. And he was like, it's three in a row. Yeah, it's, it's like it's raining weird. My Bloody Valentine one sheets. Yeah. And he told us a story about how his mom, 42 years ago, went to the movie theater to see My Bloody Valentine. And when she got out of the theater, she saw they had the movie poster up in the theater. And she went to the manager and she said, my son is the minor yeah, slash that's, Harry that's my son. Yeah, That's my son. Can I have that poster? And they gave it to her. And yeah. he still has that poster to this day. Yeah, I thought that was really that's a, sweet a very story. sweet story. But and then was I was like, nice. well, first of all, he looks great. Because 42 years? Yeah, like, that, he didn't look very old. But he's 70. Yeah, that's, that's insane. He didn't look 70. No, hell no. Oh, he looked really good. But, and then you asked him about how he got cast in the movie, and that was an interesting story, too. Yeah, he told a story about how he was doing theater, and he was really good at, like, fencing. At fencing, yeah. And his theater instructor saw that, and, like, one thing led to another. It's a, you know, a story for another time. I'm driving. But anyway, <laughs> one thing led to another, and it was kind of cool. He met with the director. They were both goalies. Like, yeah, they're both Canadian. both hockey, yeah. <laughs> so... They were yeah, and, he, and when he yeah, I guess when he went to the guy's house, he picked up a goalie stick or something. And the guy was like, "Oh, you handle that like like you're a goalie, were you?" And he's like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, you're in." He's basically just cast him on the spot. Yep, you're the guy. Yep, and he did all the stunts and he practiced with the the pickaxe. Pickaxe and he said and deliberately awesome. used one that was heavier than the one in the movie, so like you have to, you'd have to swing it harder. Yep. Yeah, and he said that the just the experience of working in the movie, everybody was really fun, and there's a lot of camaraderie with the the cast and crew. And that's a good flick. I mean... It's fun, yeah. I don't remember exactly when we reviewed that one, the original. Yeah, but spoiler alert for you all, you're going to hear us talk about it next week. (laughs) A little bit. The original? A little bit of both, but yeah, mainly uh, the 3D one. Yeah, mainly the 3D one. But I don't remember, like, what exactly I said, but I do think it's a fun flick. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, he was really nice. He was super cool. Oh, he's the one who, when I was taking a picture, I go, hey, do you mind... Because I would always ask them... when you take pictures with them, they take their masks off, but I always ask them if it's okay, it okay for me. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he goes, yeah, I've had COVID twice. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> I, I haven't had it at all, so thank you. You should have just pulled out one of those like thermometers for somebody's forehead and just, boop, hold still, Mr. Cowper. <laughs> one moment, and okay, we're good. Kind of rapid test for everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's take this photo now. We're good. <laughs> uh, so he was cool. And then what do we do after that? Um, Did we go down? Oh, I think we split up for a minute because you went and got Tom Matthews. Oh, yes. And then I went and got Clint Howard. Yep. So I got Clint Howard on my um, Rob Zombie's Halloween one sheet. Yeah, because this is when we started the Halloween. Oh, Lou Temple. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that was right after you talked to Tom, Ma- yes. Tom Matthews. We went over and got Lou Temple. So I, I got Tom Matthews on my parts uh, Friday Thirteenth Part Six one sheet. Well, you got Clint Howard, and then we met up at Lou Temple. Yeah. And Lou Temple, nicest might, guy, might get the award for nicest guy of the day. He's definitely in contention. He was super nice, very chatty, like asked questions. Nicest kind of, guy? Yeah, probably. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicest guy. Yeah, ni- not nicest person. Yeah, yeah. But nicest guy. More to come on that. Lou Temple was super chatty. And like his family lives not too far from us, which is kind of cool. Yeah. He was really, really friendly and yeah, just an all around super cool guy. It seemed very genuine. Yeah. And, and David was getting his stuff signed. Uh, but you know, we stand next to each other. We're both wearing Swearwolf gear, and uh, they see that we're together. 
and he's like, you get in the picture too. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. So, so I like that too because it's like I get a photo with him and I get to yeah. meet him and talk to him and just shoot the shit. Yep. Yeah, he was cool. And then who do we get after We went him? to Christina Klebe. Yes, who played um, Linda. Uh, Linda. In Rob Zombie's Halloween. Super, super nice. One of the nicest people. Yeah. Like, right away. Exa- yeah. Very, con- like, conversational, like, and friendly. It wasn't, and it wasn't awkward? It no, wasn't like a, so, you're mm-hmm. Linda, and, uh... Oh, yeah, would you sign my poster? <laughs> like, you know, it was cool. And yeah. She, yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I like, too, is that we weren't just talking about, like, oh, how's the weather, or... Or you were in Halloween. What was that like? Yeah, uh, it was. It, we it's, talked about like, what it did, started out as. I looked down. You were, you yeah. were getting your poster out, and I looked down, and I go, "You were in Friday the Thirteenth, the game," and it just kind of came out. And she goes, "Yeah, I was Tiffany." Yeah, I was the voice, and she did the voice, and I go, "You were." Oh, shit, that's that's the voice. <laughs> and uh, it was cool because then she talked about how now she does. I mean, she still does acting as well, but like does On a camera. ton of yeah. a lot of voice work. Yeah, and she's like, and it's nice because you know I live in upstate New York. And I, you know, I don't have to live in LA. I can work right in my house. I have she like built a, herself a, I got a, a home booth. studio. Yeah, I got a studio in my house. I go in, I, I punch in, do my. Uh, what game is? I do that? my voices in my pajamas. Yeah, she was in uh, Modern Warfare or Call yeah, of one Duty, of those. Fucking yeah, Black Ops. I don't Couple. know. She just recorded something. Yeah, so it just does a bunch of video game stuff, and yeah, I thought that was really cool. But she was so nice, super nice. And then David, you motherfucker. She's like, oh, do you guys want a picture? Like, they've... <laughs> you can cut this out if no, you want no, to. No, no, no. leave it. I was just like, no. And I was like, dude, why didn't you just get a picture? I know, because I'm stupid, and it was a very attractive she was woman. Very, I know. She was very like, do you guys want a picture? Like, we both would have been able to get a picture with her. I'm fucking dumb. I'm sorry. And I was like, oh, all right. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. But that... Uh, But that leads us to another uh, contender for nicest person. Yeah. Scout Taylor Compton, Compton, uh, who played Laurie in Rob Zombie's Halloween. So, uh, we as the Swearwolves follow her Instagram account, and she's always having a great time at these conventions. So I kind of knew what to expect. She's pretty outgoing. Yeah. And as soon as you get up there, she was... Hey, how's it going? Very out there. Like, very, like... Stood up, greeted us. I mean, her line. There was nobody really behind us at this time, so yeah, it wasn't like we yeah, were taking we were up holding and, up the line. There was nobody there, so she just talked to us for I don't know, ten minutes. She talked to us for a little while, but her also her person who was helping her. Yeah, it was, who like was a, also her stylist and a, and a producer was talking about some stuff. Talking about a movie that we might review coming up here, um, but uh, we got into a conversation about the Burbs. Yeah, because I'm wearing a Burbs T-shirt. And uh, <laughs> Scout Taylor Compton had never seen it. We were like, what? So we had to explain to her how she needs to see it. And then I was telling them about the movie Hush, Hush, Sweet Charlotte, because Bruce Dern's in that. And Bruce Dern's in the movie that the other person that the was girl, producing. Yep. And so they looked it up, and they're like, we'll have to watch that. So That was cool. Oh, and so- side note, too, on the Burbs thing was when I talked to Clint Howard, he saw my shirt, and he was like, my dad was in that movie. <laughs> I was like, your dad was in the Burbs? And he was like... Yeah, and I was like, who did he play? And he's like, I oh, just like one of the neighbors. Also, another side note, <laughs> yeah, but the, the fucking greasy strangler was there. <laughs> and we walked by his booth, like he's selling stuff. Yeah, and he, and he goes, points hey. at my shirt. I was in that movie. He goes, the burbs. I was in that movie. And we go, you what? were? He goes, yeah. yeah, I was a cop. I was one of the cops. I grabbed Corey Feldman. And Corey Feldman bitched about me grabbing him too hard. <laughs> I go, yep. Yeah, that sounds right. 
<laughs> and then he kept talking, and I was like, okay, well, yeah, he was, we gotta go. Yeah, he was nice. That was towards the end of our day, and we were like, yeah. we were tired. We're like, all right, buddy, we got a long anyway. drive, we gotta go. Yeah, he was, so, so, but Scout Taylor Compton, what I was gonna, to, incredibly like, kind. Yeah, what I was gonna say though is, she goes, hey guys, hold on a second, I wanna go see this baby. And so we were just standing there, we're like, yeah, that's fine. And we started talking to that friend of hers who was there, and we got into a whole conversation with her. Yeah. And then she comes back. Oh, yeah, well, we were in line for Danielle Harris and was like, hey, here's a couple pins. Yeah, she's like... And they told us a little bit more about another movie they're working on. Yeah, Scout Taylor Compton's in a new Lifetime movie coming Where she plays triplets. Yeah. Three of her. Yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Interesting. Yeah, that was cool. I I, I was like, okay, I'll take the button. Yeah, absolutely. Put it on my backpack. Shit. So, anyway... And then uh, after that, we went over and uh, talked to Danielle Harris. Um, she was pretty busy. I mean, she had her son with her. And her line was longer. Her line was long, and, like, she was accepting debit cards, and I think they were having issues with the payment thing reading for certain people. So she was probably the person that, she was the least chatty of the day, but she was still nice. She sent me Yeah, there was nothing wrong. Yeah, I mean, nothing, like, nothing wrong at I've all. I've met her before. Yeah, she's nice. I got her autograph from my daughter a few years back, and she was super nice back then. But, I mean, like, listen, here's my thing. This is where I get awkward. Like, she's my age. Anytime I meet someone who's my age, I, I feel like it's awkward. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, uh, what do I... Like, Like why am I here? <laughs> why am I getting your autograph? This is yeah. weird. Why is this happening? But, I don't know. But I wasn't getting her autograph. I got it. You got it. On my poster, and I'll cherish it forever. Yep. Um, I think after that we went and talked to Judy Aronson, who was in uh, Friday the 13th Part 4, or the final chapter. And she's what the, is this guy doing, David? What the this fuck? fucking trucker. Fucking truck driver's gonna kill us. This is the last episode of The Swear Wolves. If you're hearing this, we didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> how, did they, how did they publish it? How did they do that? <laughs> fucking crazy technology. Uh, Judy Aronson. So, yeah, and she played, um, oh, what was her name in that movie? But she was the one that gets killed on the raft. Yeah, and she's got the most awkward look on her <laughs> face. She's all cross-eyed. Yeah. <laughs> Famously, she, she f- like, froze... Yeah, the her nuts water off. was fucking freezing. And rumor had it that Ted White was super pissed off at... Ted yeah, White played the director. Jason, yeah. and he was super pissed off at the director. But she said, I want to put those rumors to bed. I like the director. Yeah, he was like, super He nice. was really great to work with. Yeah. No complaints. So... Yeah. She was really nice. Um, she had her, like, her table set up, like, double long, like, for, like, uh, social distancing. And, yeah, she was just... She was very nice. She signed, we both brought it um, Did you get your picture taken with her? No, I didn't. I didn't even think about that. You did. I did. She made me hold my breath, which yeah. I was fine with. Yeah, we took the mask off. She yeah, was very COVID conscious. Yeah. It was cool, though. You should have ripped one, though. Like, oh, yeah, I'll hold my breath. Oh, oh sorry, Ms. Aronson. <laughs> well, gotta go. Oh, well, cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, she was nice. She was cool. Um, and then, who else did it? Was that? Was that Keith David? Yeah. So then next was Keith David. Now, when we first got there, Keith David and Nick Castle's tables were right next to each other. So we we're like, okay, let's do one and two. These are going to be the two longest lines of the day, probably. Yep. Unfortunately, Keith David's flight was delayed. So they had a sign up at his table saying that he wasn't going to be in until like 3.30 in the afternoon. So we're like, oh, fuck. All right, well, we'll come back and get him later. So by this point in the day, it was coming up on 3.30. It was about 3 o'clock. Yep. But we already we could see that there was a big line forming for Keith David. So like, all right, we're going to get in that line. And then Keith finally arrived, but then they had a photo op scheduled, so he had to go do that. So while he was doing that, uh, Brett was still waiting for C.J. Graham to come back so he could get C.J. Graham on his 
part six one sheet. Yeah. So Brett was like, hey, I'm gonna go jump in that line. Uh, he gave me his, uh, we both brought original John Carpenter's The Thing one sheets. Like probably, yeah. I don't know, close to the crown jewels of both of our poster <laughs> collections, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, to have signed. So Brett gave me his poster. He's like, hey, if I don't make it, <laughs> if I don't make it back, have Keith sign on my legacy. Me. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I did. So, yeah, uh, so let me just tell you something. <laughs> I love CJ Graham, one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet in the world. Yeah, he's just a nice guy. He was, he was the first Jason I ever met. Same. He was, I think he was the first person I got an autograph from at a horror convention. Yeah, he might have been mine too. Long time ago. The thing about CJ Graham is he will talk to you. And that's great. I think it's wonderful. But when you're like pressed for time, you don't want him to talk yeah. to everybody. And you're 20 people deep in the line. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. So that's, I mean, I'm not complaining. No. But that is what happened. So I waited in that line for an hour. Yeah, he missed Keith David. And so I, Keith I ended David. up getting Keith uh, to sign uh, both uh, posters. Uh, he was really nice too, and I told him, I was like, hey, this is probably my favorite movie ever. <laughs> and uh, he was like, oh man, that means a lot. Like, he, yeah, he was cool. I almost, we wa- when we were walking out today, his line was shorter, and I almost waited. I almost turned to you, David, and was like, I'm just going to wait in this line and go up to him and be like, look, my friend had to wait in the line for me because I was stuck somewhere else, but I just wanted to say <laughs> hi. Yeah. But I decided not to because I wanted to get on the fucking road. <laughs> yeah, and he still had a fair amount of people in the line, too. Oh, sorry. And it was funny, too, because when I got him to sign both posters, I didn't want it to look like I was some sort of, like, eBay flipper guy. And yeah. I was like, hey, my buddy Brett, he's a big fan, too. This is his poster. He's actually stuck in another line. Uh, so I'm just getting this signed for him. He's like, oh, that's cool. That's too bad he couldn't make it. And I was like, yeah, yeah sorry, fuck. man. Fuck. I'm yeah. so pissed. But yeah. I had met him once before with you and Alan. Yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah, back at Son of Monster Palooza. Yeah. Yeah. He's a cool guy. And then, so then I, I walked over with both posters hanging from, <laughs> one from each hand to like air them out and kind of waddled over to Brett uh, and got in CJ Graham's line. Yeah. And where we proceeded to wait another 30 minutes or so. Yeah. And then you got his signature. And then that was it as far as we the done. signatures go. And then we did a quick, and by then we're now 45 minutes or so away from the whole venue closing so we did a quick lap yeah they closed at six o'clock california time which now okay so keep in mind we left david's house at about 7 30 yeah yeah 7 45 a.m they close at six o'clock california time which is seven o'clock p.m arizona time yeah long day so we did one quick lap uh of the vendors we you stopped know, and talked to a couple vendors that, that we, we yep no yep brett bought a couple of uh Toonie Terror. Toonie Terror figures. You got the Quint and the uh, Herbert West. Yep. Very Those cool. are the two I needed. And I bought chicken fingers and french fries. Those were the two you needed. And I ate them in the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then I'm like, we got to get the, fuck, the out fuck out of here. here. So now, Arizona time, it is 8 o'clock. And we're still in California. California is one hour behind us. But we are still in California. I don't know where we are. We're about... We've got to be getting hours, close to Palm Springs. About right? two hours away from the border, I think. Yeah, we still got a ways to go. So it's going to be a late night, especially late for Brett. Sorry, buddy, because that's where he drops my ass off. Uh, another he's got hour. another hour drive back to his house. Yeah, that's all right. Sorry. But I would say, overall, really fun show. Long day, but um, kudos, kudos to CreepyCon. I think this is a really good show, so if they do it again next year, uh, I'm in. 
I'm in, but we're getting a hotel room. We're getting a hotel room, but we're getting here fucking earlier <laughs> and not waiting in that long-ass line. Well, hopefully by then, maybe uh, the world will be a little bit different. And, uh, yeah, there won't be as many restrictions. And yeah. We can get in quicker, but I, I agree with you. Like, we'll get there earlier, and uh, we'll get a hotel room. But it was very organized. Oh, also, uh, shout out to whoever was running the AC in that place, because it was ice cold, like, in the best way. It was yes. fucking, it was actually cold. It was nice. Yeah. So that I was cool. It. I, oh, it was great. We only smelled one person. Yeah. Th- that's a success I, in and of itself. Yep. At a, you go to a convention and you only smell BO once. Yep. It's a win. That's a testament. Especially because the person whose BO we were smelling was wearing, like, a thick-ass a fucking big-ass leather jacket or something with they were spikes on and shit. Man, these people at conventions... The cosplayers? They go all out. They do. Some Balls them, deep. Some of them better than others. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Some of you are like, oh, wow. It's an interesting get up. Good for you. We saw the world's skinniest Jason. And the world's, world's fattest, fattest Jason. <laughs> within, yeah, all in the same building. Yeah. No, it was fun. I had a good time, David. I always like doing this. Road trips. You know what? You know what the cool thing is? Is like, because we did this for Las Vegas, where we went up turned around and came back yep. now we're doing this for creepy con it's it makes for a good story yeah yeah because it's like you guys did what it's an adventure like we we i think we prove our fandom doing this yeah 12 hours of driving it's a long day five hours of standing in line that's all we did today <laughs> yeah, i stood, was, I stood in less day. lines at disneyland <laughs> driving standing yeah and driving and occasionally again. talking to people and my watch told me to stand up you told it to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, good times. I am glad, though, as much as it sucks in the moment, like the up and back stuff, it's nice sleeping in your own bed and pooping in your own toilet when you get home. That part's kind of nice. That is true. I mean, we're going to have to make this drive eventually, so why not do it right now? Yep. Plus, we never, we always seem to have stuff to talk about. Yeah. Oddly enough, we're constantly talking. That's why we have a podcast. <laughs> we have the, the shit that gap. you don't hear us talk about could be another podcast in of itself. <laughs> Let's do it. You got anything else? No, I think that's it. These fuckers in the past. Yeah, we're going to toss it back to those ugly, ugly oh. sons of bitches. Dumb, dumb Stupid. and ugly. Yeah, fucking dumb, ugly fucks. Yeah. But next week we'll be handsome. Yeah, God smart. willing. And even more handsome than we are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the future again. It's going to be the future of this future. It's, it, I mean, it, if, it, if we grow exponentially, the sky's the limit, my friend. <laughs> exactly. That's why all those fucking Halloween girls were talking to us today. That's true. Because we're so handsome. And they can see what we're becoming. I mean, we have masks on, so you couldn't really see our faces. But, <laughs> but they, could, they tell. could tell. They could tell. They were And they were charmed. Yeah. Absolutely. Very charmed. <laughs> They're like, you're the swearwolves? Oh, yeah. We know all about you. We're your biggest fans. No one even asked us no. about that, by the way. They don't think so. Well, eh, whatever. All right. <laughs> Take it away, old, stupid, ugly, Red and David. You fucking idiots. <laughs> Love you. Wow. That sound. <laughs> they did it again. They fucking knocked it out of the park. Yet again. It's like, always. you know, when it's ninth inning. <laughs> you can always count on us. You're down by a run. Bases loaded. Two outs. Who do you want? Both me and you. You're a lefty. I'm a righty. We, we take get each the batter's the box. I don't know if it's legal, but <laughs> yeah. we'll do it anyway. Yep. One one swings. One swings high. One swings low. And yep. And we meet somewhere in the middle. <laughs> when they go low, we go high. We go high. We go even lower. <laughs> I'm gonna start doing that. Mm. Um. But creepy con sounds like it was a blast, yep. and I'm glad we went. Unless it wasn't, and we weren't.
that movie, the baby was available on shutter. Like I said, another movie that's available on shutter is a more recent film called sun, just sun, not the sun an S O N. Yeah. Like a little boy, the baby mm-hmm. son, not son, like soul. Like, yeah. Not soul. <laughs> soul. Oh, in love. oh, baby, please give a little respect. <laughs> Do you ever see the music video for that? No. It's like, the, it's like a literal music video. Oh, it's like when he says soul, he pulls out like a soul, like, like fish. A, <laughs> like a filet of soul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm forever blue. That you give me no reason why you're mad at me. Where's the home? That you give me no, that you give me no. I'm going to keep going. That you give me no. <laughs> Present Brett. <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> Such a shit. <laughs> okay. Son. S-O-N. Released March 5th. March again. Huh. Yeah, it's doing a couple March movies. There's your connection. There's your connection. <laughs> March 5th, 2021. What was the... This just happened. That's very recent. That's like a year ago. Yeah. Uh, what was the number one movie in box office? Box office, schmock's office. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going with Old, the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Have you seen that? Nope. I did. Saying good? Mm. It looked all right. Eh. That's, how I, that's why I never saw it. That's, eh. That was my reaction when I saw the trailer. I went, eh. if, if you... If you if you can stream it on one of your streaming services eventually, do that. Do that. If you can rent it for like two dollars, three dollars, <laughs> right? That'd be probably worth it. It's all right. Yeah, not the number one movie though. No, Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh, that was a good movie. I did. I did it. see that one. That I was good. What was that one? What's that? <laughs> did you understand? I don't know. It was unintelligible. <laughs> what one was that one? Oh, it was with um. Oh, what's the guy's name? Um. The Daniel Kaluuya, the guy from Get Out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a true story, um, but he is like a... Um, it's during like the civil rights movement. And there's this other guy, I feel like I'm spoiling the movie, um, but gets kind of set up by, I don't know if it was the FBI or whatever, to like infiltrate this group of quote-unquote radical oh, okay. uh, African-Americans, but to like betray them. Oh, okay, basically. gotcha. To, like, feed the FBI information. That's fucked up. It is fucked up. It's a fucked up movie. It's good, though. Judas. I get it. Judas. exactly. And the Black Messiah was... Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. He's really good in that movie, too. Number one song. Uh, I'm going with Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. Boom, bang, bingo. Yeah, nice. I didn't know you'd get this one. That song was, I was trying to think like what was popular about a year ago. It was like, that song was inescapable. Dude, I'm going to tell you something. My, my daughter loves Olivia Rodrigo and, uh, my wife kind of does too, I guess. Um, enjoys her music. One day I listened to it and I was like, it's not that bad. No, it's not. My wife uh, has her newest album and she played it in the car one day and I was like, I dig this. Yeah. Yeah. She, this, the, the album like driver's license is on is the one that she wrote after this uh, dude broke up with her. Dude. She was a girl <laughs> scorned. Yes. And, and she's going full Taylor Swift. You know, I'm going to say something. It sucks to have your heart broken. It sucks to have bad shit happen to you in your life. But if you're an artist, the more bad shit that happens, the more good art you put out. <laughs> it's true. It just fuels <laughs> it does. the talent. It does. It does. I mean, you look at stand-up comedians 
who are really funny. And yeah, then you ask tormented. <laughs> fucking A. They were like, oh yeah, my dad uh, used to beat the shit out of me all the time. My the mom humor was, was my only way out. My mom was an alcoholic. Yeah. My brother shit on my chest. <laughs> Came in the Cleveland steamer. <laughs> like, shut up. Say something funny. <laughs> I got to deal with hecklers. Uh, Sun was written and directed by Ivan Kavanaugh. Uh, no relation to Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> uh, well, maybe there is. I don't know. Uh, music by Azza Hand. Cast is Andy Matichak as Laura. Andy Matichak, people know from the newest Halloween 2018 and, and Halloween, Halloween kills. kills and then Halloween ends. Spoiler alert, she survives. Um, <laughs> she is uh, Laurie Strode's granddaughter. Yep. In those movies. Emil Hirsch plays Paul. I know him from uh, Into the Wild. Into the Wild. That's the name that's of the movie. That's a great movie. Well, that's based on a true story. Yeah. Have you and, seen the movie? It's another fucking sad oh, yeah. ending. No, I haven't seen the movie, but I know the story. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Luke David Bloom plays David. Cranston Johnson plays Steve. And Blaine May plays Jimmy Nagel. I mean, there's more people in this cast, but those are the main kind yeah. of five that you need to know. Budget. I didn't have anything for budget box office, though. Mm-hmm. limited release oh, i had to be very small like i said never heard of it Sixty-nine thousand dollars. Okay. all right what's the plot of this movie well the plot of this movie is pretty simple there's a girl andy matichek laura we'll call her laura mm-hmm. at the beginning of the movie she's like running yeah escaping driving driving in a car and she's panicking freaking she just out. got her driver's license <laughs> she's, she's driving alone past her ex-boyfriend's <laughs> house um and uh, she gets deja vu. Do you get deja vu? <laughs> she's driving. She stops at a diner. And she's like got like a nightgown on, but she's like all fucking like she's muddy. She's dirty and, and, yeah. and pregnant. Oh, yeah. She's pregnant too. We should mention that. And there's like a couple of dudes that appear to be following her that are sitting in another booth. Because she gets up and leaves and they immediately follow. The fucking men in black. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she gets up and leaves, gets into her car and speeds away. And then she pulls over into this field and she's giving birth. Like yeah, in the car. And she's yelling, I don't want you. I don't want you. Go back in. Yeah. I don't know what she is. <laughs> like back shoving him back in. Um, baby comes out and it's a boy. It's her son. son. Very oh, good. shit. This is David. Because now we flash forward about mm, 10 years or so. Uh, I was trying to figure out. This kid's probably about 10. Eight. Okay. He's about eight. Okay. Um, so close enough. Eight, 10. What's the fucking difference? Yeah. Two years. I couldn't tell. I'm a bad judge of children ages. I have a kid who's nine. I can't, ju- I don't even know how old she is half the time. <laughs> I'm like, how old are you? I'm 26 years old. <laughs> like, okay. All that's right. cool. Makes sense. All right. Well, see you later. <laughs> You're going back, going back to your house. <laughs> you borrow the car. She is now eight years later. She's a mom. She's a mom. She, she has a normal life. Like kind of this whole thing. She takes her kid to school. She goes. I think she's a teacher herself, and she's also taking night classes or something. She's like a preschool teacher, and she's doing night classes, like yeah. to become a psychologist, maybe. Oh. Uh, I think that she's studying psychology, and I think that kind of makes sense because uh, we do find out that she was in a mental hospital because there's some trauma that happened to her. Mm-hmm. This is why she was running, but uh, she was in a mental hospital, so maybe that kind of like sparked her interest in helping other people. But anyway. She goes home that night, puts her kid to bed. She's studying. She hears a noise. She goes into her kid's room, and there are about, 
I don't know, half a dozen people. Like a group, yeah, of adults. Standing around her kid's bed. And she's like, what the fuck? The door closes automatically. And she goes running. She freaks out. To the neighbors. Tells the neighbor. Call the cops. Call the cops. Why can't she call the cops? I thought that was weird too. But I guess, then I was like, well, in a moment of panic, I guess you probably wouldn't want to be. Okay, if that's your kid. Are you going to kill those people? Right. Yeah. Moment of panic or not, you're going to stay there. Break down the door and, yeah, tear your throat out. Yeah, rip balls off. Mm -hmm. With my mouth, just to be clear. Put them in beignets. (laughs) Delicious. She tells the neighbor to call the cops. Cops come over. Um, She goes upstairs. Well, before the cops come over, she goes back upstairs and she sees David's by himself. Yeah, and his shirt's off. Yeah. He's he's not in his jammies. Gross. Weird. What do they do? The cops are like, look, we haven't found anything. There's no sign of forced entry. We'll take... Emil Hirsch is one of the cops. He's yeah. uh, Paul, Detective Paul. And uh, she's, he's like, well, we got some fingerprints. We'll take them. We'll see if they match up with anybody that you know, other than the people you told us should be over here. Yeah, and the two cops, the other one's Steve. Steve doesn't really believe that anything happened. He's like, maybe you had like a nightmare or like a very lucid dream or something weird. Um, but Paul seems to believe her. Yeah, and Paul Paul is seemingly attracted to her. Yeah. He wants to get in old pants. <laughs> he He's wants, like, yeah, I believe you. Oh, a, there was a giraffe. Single mom? Where's your, your husband? Uh, is he scared? Uh, oh, no husband? Uh, uh, boy, boyfriend? Your boyfriend? What, or what, girlfriend? What Somebody? Yeah. Hmm. Nobody, huh? Uh, interesting. Interesting. Well, I believe everything. That Here's my card. My name's Paul. <laughs> That's my home number? hmm This is my cell number. Um, I also have a beeper still. Don't judge. There's also my, have an OnlyFans account if yeah. you want to subscribe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I do lots of interesting things in front of the camera. If you're into that, I mean, yeah. if you want to see my balls, <laughs> do weird things with beignets. Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he believes her and uh, he does end up getting kind of close to her. Um, and kind of skip ahead a little bit. Yeah. Weird shit keeps happening, but he ends up close to her and he's like, look, nothing, no, no fingerprints. Other than yours, your neighbors, and your sons. Yeah. Did somebody have a key or what? Like something's up. She's like, no. And he's like, well, you know, let's just chalk it up to, it was just a weird thing that happened. And you scared them off and they've seen me come around now a couple of times. Like they're not coming back. Yeah. So they're like going to get ready to like, I don't know. Oh no, they're just hanging out. And then the kid fucking starts puking on blood. A shit ton of blood. They like, take oh, him to the fuck. hospital and he starts convulsing and he's all fucked up. Yeah. He's got like, like a rash. He just looks terrible. Mm-hmm. And the doctors can't figure out what's going on. And they're like, we've done all sorts of tests. Like there's no poison that we can find. He doesn't. Cause she have. thinks that maybe the group of people poisoned him. Yeah. And they're like, there's no poison. Uh, there's no sign. Like he's obviously very ill. In fact, he's dying. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to prepare yourself that he might not wake up tomorrow, but we can't figure out what's wrong with him. Tomorrow comes and he gets better. He's, yeah, completely fine. And then all of a sudden, he's back to normal. Miraculous recovery. So her and him and Paul, they end up getting out of the hospital, and they go to fucking Denny's. And He's still not eating, though, this kid. He's like, I'm just not hungry. hungry. Yeah. But he seems to be good, so they go back home. And now Paul... This is where they make out. This is where they make out. And uh, Laura wants Paul to stay. And he's like, okay, well, I can stay to protect you or whatever. And she's like, not to protect me. I want you to penetrate me. <laughs> I want you. <laughs> um, they don't fuck because right before they're gonna fuck, little cock blocker, uh, <laughs> cock blocker, <laughs> David. Sick again. Oh God, this kid. 
He's like screaming from upstairs. Yep. And uh, he's in pain. Same old shit. Different day. Yep. So she takes him back to the hospital. And while she's there, she overhears the doctors talking like in the hallway. And it sounds like the doctors know something that they're not telling her, that they're in on something. And she's like, we need to get the boy. Yeah. And she's like, what? All right. I'm getting the fuck out of here. So she unhooks uh, David and they hide and basically escape. We also see the, the car from... I think from the beginning of the movie, or at least it seemed like the same two guys getting out. Like, okay, they're trying to get my kid. Now, at this point, has she told Paul that she was part of a cult? Nope. Okay. She probably should have. That's going to happen. She's <laughs> going to tell him. But she she takes David and she goes home and she's like, we're leaving this fucking town. And she goes to her neighbor's house and she says, can you just watch him? And, she, and the neighbor's like freaking out. She's yeah. Like, I'm going to, because I got to go pack up sick. all her shit. She's like, just watch him while I go pack our shit. And then I'll take, come and pick him back up and we'll be out of here. Yeah, and she calls Paul and she's like, hey, meet me at David's school because mm-hmm. something's up. Uh, I'll explain later. Yep. So go to uh, the house. She comes back. Fucking David is eating the neighbor. Yep. He's eating her insides. Yeah. And he looks at her and he says, I feel better now, mom. Mm-hmm. Oh. So she takes her kid and she drives. And before she does that, though, she stages the crime scene to make it look like this cult that she ran away from presumably did it. Yep. She writes, he is coming in blood yeah. on the wall by the corpse. Yeah. And then there's like this like fucking pentagram type symbol or some yeah, shit. Yeah. Some know. sort of culty type symbol. Speaking of symbols. Fucking, ye- fucking yellow jackets. That's what I was going to say. Speaking yeah. of symbols, what do you think of yellow jackets? Awesome. Fucking best show on TV. Yeah. Bring on season two. I'm ready for Love it. it. December, supposedly. Oh, yes. Yeah. Put that right in my veins. I know it's still like fucking 11 months away, but still. <laughs> yeah. Give it. Give <laughs> it should it, be this year. Give it here. Yeah. I love that show. Fucking yeah. Christina Ricci. Oh, she's so good. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Everybody's good. Well, every, I, and the kids are really good. Awesome. And they did a really good job casting wise. Like awesome. Every, like the kids that play them. And the one girl was in Scream. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Very good. Not a bad thing you can say about a Yellow Jackets episode. No, great, except for that you show. have to wait till one week to see the next one. That's the only <laughs> shitty part. Yeah. But it's awesome. So if you haven't seen Yellow Jackets, I highly recommend it. We Check highly it recommend it. Yep. It's kind of horror related. I would say so. It's got horror elements. Yeah. Yeah. Suspenseful. Suspense. Horror. <laughs> Tales <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> but uh, uh, obviously now she can't meet Paul at school. Uh, so she's like, we got to get out of here. So she, Paul calls her mm-hmm. and she doesn't answer the phone. In fact, she throws it out the window. She's like, I got to get this kid out of here. Yeah. She needs to go find someone who has answers. And there's one person that she remembers from her childhood. And that's Jimmy Nagel. Yeah. So she goes to his mom's house. Down in fucking Kansas? I don't know where the fuck it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Louisiana? Arkansas, I think. (laughs) Louisiana, put chance. But she does say that he's in Louisiana, I think. Oh, well, that's where we will go after Arkansas. Oh, no, no, no. She says he's in Mississippi. Oh, Mississippi? That's a different accent all entirely. (laughs) I don't know much about the modern Mississippi. (laughs) I know about Mississippi mud. (laughs) Um, But yes, she goes and visits the mom, and the mom's like, look, Jimmy, we lost him to drugs. Now I thought she meant she, he died, but yeah, that's not what she meant. They just lost him, and he's on drugs. Yeah, he's off the wagon. Yep. And so she's like, "Well, where is he? Well, he's down in fucking Mississippi or whatever, New Orleans. I don't know where the fuck he was." And so uh, she goes, "I'm gonna go meet up with him." 
Yeah. So she goes to him and she's like, Jimmy, what the fuck happened to us? Now it's here that we start piecing together some things. That's me piecing things together. <laughs> At some point she tells Paul this, and I don't know when it happens, but she says, I was part of a cult. Well, and Paul finds out first from Steve, like Steve shows him newspaper clippings because those are always in movies. But it wasn't a cult. Oh, he doesn't really talk about the cult. That's right. But she does tell him later. She tells him that he was she was part of a cult. Steve shows him the articles and is like, it wasn't a cult. She's fucking crazy. Her dad sold them, her and like, Jimmy, as like he pimped, pimped him out. out. Yeah. And he fucking raped his own daughter. As a matter of fact, David is... Is her, is dad's her dad's kid. kid. And that's why she went lunatic. And that's why she thinks she was part of this fucking Satan worshiping fucking Satan cult. And that's how she like compartmentalized everything. Exactly. Yeah. And so Paul's like, oh, fuck. Um, I'm always falling for the wrong woman. <laughs> well, anyway. I got a thing for crazy. She goes and meets up with Jimmy and she's like, Jimmy, tell me what happened. She's like, basically, we were raped, right? And Jimmy's like, no. No. In fact, they never touched you. She's like, what? He's like, no, you were the golden child. You were the one who could do the chant. And she's like, chant. And uh-huh. he's like, yeah, they would make you do the chant and he would come. Yeah. Basically like you would conjure like a fucking demon. demon, Satan. Yeah. And the demon would fucking bang her. Yes. So she could give birth to the demon, demon baby, baby boy. Son. She's like, that's yeah, bullshit. No, she's like, no. So they, like, no, that would explain a lot though, but no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> that would explain why my kid eats people. Um, okay. So now they're leaving and, uh, they go to a hotel. I don't know when this happens. This could happen before. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. David's getting sick again. David's getting sick again. And there's like this pimp outside. This, this guy's guy, fucking over the top. First of all, he's about six foot five. And he's got a tracheotomy. And he's smoking a cigarette through it. And he's got a dent in his head. Yeah. And he's a fucking mean son of a bitch. But she asks, she's like, all right, well, my son needs a body to eat. I'm going to fucking get him a body to eat. And so she's asking. Oh, and the kid's like going nuts before this happened. The kid oh, yeah. goes, the kid even says, give me some fucking food, you bitch. Yeah. It's like, oh, shit. He's going total Reagan, like the exorcist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she goes out there and she's like, hey, I want you to come to the pimp. She's like, I want you to come to my hotel room and fuck me. So they go into the hotel room and they go into the bathroom and she gets the guy naked and then she's like undressing and the guy's like, come on. Yeah, hurry it up. Hurry it up. I ain't got all night. I'm going to lose this boner. (laughs) (laughs) See this? It doesn't last that long. (laughs) Um, But fucking David is like crawling around like a fucking goblin. It's like fucking Gollum. Gollum. (laughs) He's like, well, anyway, he fucking jumps on the pimp and proceeds to tear him to shreds. Fucking eats him too. Eats him. Now, he didn't eat his whole body. So, David. Yes, Brett. If I was her, I would have gone to Walmart real quick. Harvest that shit. Gotten a cooler, gotten some ice, yep. and put those fucking Chopped body that parts. motherfucker up. Exactly. <laughs> and been like, oh, you're hungry? Oh, you need a snack? There's a snack in the back. Yeah, here's a pimp dick. <laughs> uh, that would have been the smart thing to do, mm-hmm. but she doesn't do that. Here's this butthole. Oh, tastes like hot dogs. <laughs> oh, sick. How's my little butt munch doing? Oh. But anyway. This tastes like shit. <laughs> She takes the body remains and goes to a church and paints. He is coming in the blood 
and makes it the fucking cult thing yeah. again. And she takes his gun. The pimp's got a gun. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to need this probably. Goes to a different hotel. While the cops are on her trail. Here's the other thing too. These detectives, they're out of their jurisdiction. Yeah, I thought that was a little weird too. It's like, it's like they're chasing her all like all over the country. Homie, you got to call the FBI <laughs> at this point because yeah. she's crossing state <laughs> yeah, lines. You got the horn, my friend. Yeah. But no. So they go to Jimmy's. Because they they ended up talking to the mom as well. Yeah, yeah. I already said they talk, they went to Jimmy's. Oh, it, oh no, the cops. The cops. The cops go to Jimmy's. Yeah, and Jimmy's very dead, and he's got like a bunch of crosses stuffed in his face and in his mouth. Like, yeah, he's been murdered. And I think the symbol is like carved in his belly or something. I can't remember. But I don't it's remember. like oh, she's at a hotel with her kid. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he is coming. It was carved in his chest. Okay, she's at a hotel with her kid, and well, they actually go to a carnival. Yeah, and the cops get a tip that her credit card was used at this motel. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? Wouldn't you use cash? And Paul says, hey, look, just be nice to her when you arrest her. She's not mentally well. And she tells David at the carnival, or maybe beforehand, she's like, I think it's before. She's like, hey, listen, the next time you're going to get sick probably pretty soon. Um, I'm not going to help you next time. I can't. Uh, but we can have a really fun night, so let's go to this carnival. Mm-hmm. But she basically kind of tells David, like, I'm going to let you die. Yeah. Well, they get home from the carnival and back to the hotel room in the darkness through the front door of her hotel room. A bunch of people come in and they're like, get the boy. And she turns, whips out that fucking gun and she pop, 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 kills all of them. Yep. And lights come on and it's all the fucking cops. And it it was was Paul's partner. Steve. Yeah. And like two other agents. Yep. And she's like, I didn't mean to kill him. I didn't mean to kill you. And she's like trying to cover it up or whatever. She didn't even let the kid feed on those I people. I thought that was weird too. It was like, at this point, wouldn't she be like, all right, kid, you get one more day, <laughs> then I'm going to let you die. But no, she, she immediately grabs the kid and gets out of there. Yep. And uh, she takes him and she's like, okay, I'm the only one that can stop this. Stop I'm going to go back to go. where it all started. And she calls Paul and tells him this. Yep. And she goes to her dad's house. And she goes up to the room that she's having these visions of, and she starts saying this chant. And as she's saying this chant, she's like, show yourself, demon motherfucker, whatever she says. Yeah, and, and I want like, you to cure my son. Cure our son, basically. And uh, she says it a few times. She says this chant, and out from behind her. And she says, cure him or I'll kill him. And she's got a knife. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this demon comes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. When that happened, I was like, oh, wow. And the demon is coming over and just about ready to touch her when all of a sudden Paul and a bunch of agents come through the door. And, and then the, the demon disappears. Gone. Yep. And she's like, he was right here. He was right fucking here. And they're like, okay. Yeah. All right. Calm all down. right. Cuckoo. Yeah. Everybody just calm down. We all believe you. So Emil Hirsch, Paul, is like trying to reason with her. He's like, look, none of this happened. You imagined all this stuff because your dad was a fucking asshole. Yeah, you went through some terrible stuff, but we're going to get you help. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. The only way out of this is to kill him. And she's going to stab her son, right? Yep. Yeah. Paul shoots her in the eye. Dead. Shoots her dead. Cut to David's in the hospital laying and he's fucked up and Paul's visiting him. He's like, hey, man. You all right? <laughs> and then the nurse leaves. He's left alone. By the way, something that bothers me about this stuff is like uh, I recently, and I haven't talked about this, but I, I recently had to go to the hospital because uh, I have uh, 
valley fever, which is a, a thing <laughs> um, that you can get in Arizona for all those people not in Arizona. It's an infection. It's a fungal infection. And most people get it in their lungs. And they say that if you've lived in Arizona for longer than 20 years, you have you already had, had it, it oh. or you currently do have it. Yeah. And once you have it, you always like they can like if you've had it before, David, and they took a blood sample and they tested for it. It I would test positive. It would test positive for it. Mm. But they couldn't say like how long ago it could have been yesterday. It could have been 15 years ago. And, and sometimes people have it and they don't even notice. They just think, oh, I got a little cold, little cough. Mm-hmm. Well, me, I didn't, I don't have it in my lungs. I have it in my abdomen, which there's only two cases, mine and one other person that I can find. That had that? That have had this. That's weird. My doctor at the hospital was like, I've never heard of this before. Baffled. But, but he's like, this is what it is. Because they had to, they they did the they did the test on it and they're like that's what it is so they had to drain fluid they had to drain two liters of fluid good lord from my abdomen did you save it I asked him for it <laughs> well, um, but here's you want to know what the okay I'm gonna go off on a little bit of a tangent here um, the scariest part was when they didn't know what the fuck it was yeah that would be creepy like am I dying and I was actually messaging you yeah I remember during it, and yeah. I was like they say it could be cancer yeah, they're testing me for cancer <laughs> like oh fuck yeah they said uh, but then my doctor kept reassuring me like he was a really cool guy um, but he was like if it was cancer, you would not look healthy at all, and you look completely healthy. So if this was cancer, you would be way worse. He goes, and you have no symptoms of anything. That was what was perplexing. That was the, yeah. You're like David in the hospital. Yeah. This kid. Yep. We don't know what's wrong with him. But what I, The reason why I brought that up is because I had to recently, and this was the first time I've ever spent overnight at the hospital. Yeah. Um, because they wanted to monitor me and keep me on this medication stuff. By the way, I'm fine now. This happened like a few months ago. Uh, so everything's fine. <laughs> Not that anybody was caring, but if you do care, you're good. I'm fine. I do have to take medication for like the next year though, nah. to keep it all under control. Regardless, these hospital scenes and movies, it's like all of a sudden everybody's gone. Yeah. There's no one there. Like I where's was in the this, staff. I was in this fucking hospital every 15 minutes. Someone's coming in my fucking room. They're either coming in to clean. They're coming in to poke me with some shit. They're coming in to give me food. Yeah. There's people everywhere at hospitals. Two o'clock Just in the morning movies. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so anyway, Paul's there next to David. Everybody's gone. And, uh, all of a sudden fucking Paul pulls out a knife and like rolls his sleeve up, slices off a piece of jerky from his arm. Yeah. And then feeds it to David who eats it. And he's like, okay now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, that'll sustain you for a bit. And he goes, I want to tell you something, David, someone's here to see you. It's your dad. And then all of a sudden fucking demon. Yeah. The kid looks up and yeah, something's walking in the room. Something is right. It's this fucking horn. Demon's got horns all over the yeah. fucking place. And he hugs it and he's like, daddy. The end. Yep. And we find out that Paul was the one that killed Jimmy. Yeah. Stuffed the crosses yeah. in him. Paul was Paul's part, in of on the it. Cult. part of the cult. It was all real. Yeah. And, and you know, this makes sense why he didn't want to fuck her. Because remember, like he was pretty apprehensive about fucking her. Mm, he didn't want to piss off the demon. Yeah. It's my girl. Want, yeah. He didn't want to fucking bros before hoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what'd you think of this one? I kind of dug it. 
it was a weird movie. Like really, I mean, these are two very strange movies. Yeah. But I thought the acting was good. It's a very simple movie. Like obviously low budget, but I thought it was well acted. Yeah. I thought the story was interesting enough to keep me engaged and kind of keep me guessing as far as what was going on. Uh, I didn't think that Paul was in on it until like once that last scene started when he was in the hospital. I was like, oh, here we go. Yep. That's yep. exactly what yep. I said. This is a, he's in on it. This is a cult. It's all real. Yep. I thought the demon was a little bit hokey looking. Yeah. Go- C- like CG wise. But again, that goes back to budget. But you didn't really see it. Like, no. But I wish it, it, it had looked different. I thought yeah. it looked kind of funny. Uh, would I recommend this movie? Yes. I, I actually liked it. I'm kind of between a two and a half and a three on this one. Uh, I think I'm going to go three. Okay. I'll go three with you only to make it easy. Cause I was thinking two and a half to three. Also, I thought the movie was good. And like you said, well acted. I thought, um, eh, what is her name? Andy Matichuk. Yeah. I thought she did really well mm-hmm. in this movie. It's nice to see her in a different role. Um, and I thought the kid who played David did really well. It was good. Um, for being a little kid. Yeah. Very actor, believable. A very believable. Obviously, Emil Hirsch is a is a good actor. So, yep. It is an entertaining movie. It's a little slow in some spots. I think, like, I was going kind of like, uh, or it's a little far fetched. Also, it's like, like I said, like the well, listen, it's a story about a fucking cult and a fucking <laughs> demon that impregnates demon a baby. Like uh, far fetched, but it's like the crossing of the state lines, like just throw in a comment where they're like, we got to call the FBI because they're crossing state lines. Ah, That's true. Or like, or like make it to where the guy's like, I'm taking vacation so I can go follow her instead of doing it as official business. You know what I'm saying? Like just make, throw a comment in there. Now you're tempting me to drop mine. (laughs) Well, if you drop yours, I'll drop mine. So I mean, if you drop your pants, I'll drop mine. Oh shit. I'm I'm dropping. I'm going two and a half, two and a half then. All right. There, there's just those flaws there is. in the writing you're, you're right. that, that aren't really logical. Yeah. But that being said, two and a half is still a watch it. If you are like going, hey, I need something to watch and I don't have any ideas, I would say watch Sun. Yep. It's on Shudder. Do you have a subscription to Shudder? Oh, you do? If you don't, you should. Yeah. Why don't you? Yeah. Cheapskate. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> likes a fucking cheapskate. You better <laughs> fucking subscribe. It's really easy. Yeah. And they have good content. Yeah. Anyway, that's The Baby and Son. Son. Two movies that you can watch on Shutter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was The Not Baby. Not affiliated. Yeah. That was The Baby and that was Son. Um, two very different movies. How were they related? The protective mother element was pretty prominent in both of these movies. Like a mom that was... Yeah, but really for different, cl- really for different reasons. Kid. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. What if The Baby was the son of this fucking demon that'd be cool that would be cool <laughs> yeah and the demon shows are like dude fucking walk where have you been yeah <laughs> he's like oh, why don't fuck. you fucking walk and you don't talk either how old are you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh god i'm leaving again Ugh. no don't go this time stay, <laughs> stay please <laughs> i'll teach him to walk i promise yeah have a cigarette i'm gonna put on a don mclean record <laughs> If you have any questions, comments, concerns, I had a, I had a teacher. I had a teacher who would always go questions, comments, suggestions, emotional outbursts. He had a lisp, yeah. So it was more like questions, comments, yes, questions, or concerns, suggestions. I also had a teacher who couldn't pronounce her L's, and uh, so like with with a W's, like Wybray. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And her last her last name, I won't say it. Uh, who the fuck cares? She was in Wisconsin, but. She, 
she her last name had an L in it. Oh no, she couldn't say her own name. <laughs> Not properly. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> We're going to the Wybury. Yeah. She oh. sounds like Elmer Fudd. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Anyway, if you have any questions, comments, concerns <laughs> about our well being, you can contact us. How can they contact us, David? On uh Twitter. Facebook, the Slasher app, TikTok, YouTube, uh, just search The Swearwolves. On uh, Instagram, search The Swearwolves Podcast. Uh, you can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at swearwolvespodcast at gmail.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for The Swearwolves this week, I'm Brett. I'm David. Bye-bye, Miss American Pie. at the zoo one time this is years i was a little kid and um my older sister my aunt was there with us my cousins and all this stuff and um my older sister was like looking in this cage and my aunt walks up behind her and she goes kookaburra sits in the old gum tree like sings the song (laughs) it wasn't my sister it was some (laughs) random person my sister was somewhere else (laughs) did the kid turn around like Ma'am, are you going to kidnap me? Get the hell out of here. It is fucking nuts. It is fucking nuts. You should have been there. You should watch it. Yeah, the movie's about baby fucking. <laughs>